The song you just heard was a little snippet from Devin Garcia's new single, Neon, that is available on all music platforms. Devin is my guest this week, who just so happens to be from my same hometown, Tampa, Florida. We dive right into the trials and tribulations of being a starving artist in La La Land. Devin is so laser-focused on his music and talks to me about how he came out here as a duo with his buddy Grant. He talks to me about how he had to rebrand himself after they parted ways and how he deals with failure and so much more. What I really like about Devin is the fact that he is so transparent about his faith on social media. He's a Christian who not only reads his Bible religiously and goes to church, he posts about it all the time and doesn't really pretend to be someone he's not. I think a lot of times in LA, it can be so hard to remain true to yourself, especially with the pressures of the music and entertainment industry to be something that you're not. Managers, record labels, all trying to tell you what direction to go in when it's not really who you are. Devin knows himself and he knows his art and he's pretty profound at the young age of 23. Man, this conversation is so great. His music really sits with me especially as I live in LA, like all of the things he talks about is just so relatable. The struggles out here, and I'm thinking his 10,000 plus fans think so too. I promise that when you hear this conversation, it'll just inspire you. And when you believe in something with every fiber of your being, you have to follow it. Now, the audio in this podcast is a little weird because there was tapping on the table that I just honestly didn't notice because the conversation was so good so just try to block it out and I promise you that you will be seeing this kid's name in blue neon pretty soon he was ready to break the facades are you so I am recording I have Devin Garcia in the building yeah. 813 we gotta represent for Tampa out here yes we do welcome to the facade project I'm so happy to have you um it's so funny because we connected on Facebook and I don't know how we, you know, got on each other's profile, but I saw what you were doing out here. You know, I saw like the visuals, the artsy, like you and Grant, right? Yes, yes. I saw all that. And so, I don't know, I just been peeped you. And then when I got onto Instagram and saw your Instagram, I was like, I have to have this kid on my podcast. So tell Thank me a little bit. Yeah, no worries. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your upbringing and kind of like what led you out here specifically. Yeah, I mean, so I am from Tampa, just like you, so that's super dope. We're out here in LA taking over. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I've always loved music uh, since a young age. I remember like eight, nine years old, I was in a poetry class 
and uh, like won this competition with my god brother and we went to USF to like learn more about like poetry and just stuff like that and I was always like really into rap music and so like I grew up like really Christian so my parents didn't let me listen to rap music so I would like always sneak like other artists and like listen to like just like hip hop hip hop is actually what spoke to me the most when I was growing up which you kind of hear it in my music but it's it's I'm not like a rapper quote unquote Um, Mm -hmm. and then at 12 I started playing drums actually for like five six years and that's all I played Um, and then I just at 17 I had this epiphany where I'm like don't just want to be behind the drums. I want to I want to play everything and do everything and I want to be at the front and I was and I and it was funny I actually saw the Justin Bieber movie. No way. Yeah. Wait, which one? Cuz I love Never Justin say Bieber. never. Okay, yeah. Right. So that awesome was like movie. right and like at that time it wasn't cool to like Bieber, but but like I right. I was out here like, "Yo, this kid is so dope. I want to be just like you." And I saw his movie and I was like, I went on a limb, and I was like, Dad, I want to, I want to play piano, and so they put me in piano lessons, and simultaneously was trying to teach myself how to sing, and I'll be real, I was absolutely awful at it. Mm, no way. Yeah. At singing or playing piano? Both, but better at piano because at least it was like a, you can teach someone to play piano more, quote unquote, like singing. You got to really work on it, and like I was like tone deaf at one point, and like. <sighs> All these crazy things that you would never know, but yeah. um, I just, I believed in what I wanted to do. And what's crazy is my dad told me this years later. He was like, dude, I'm not going to lie. When I heard you playing the piano, I was concerned that you really <laughs> want to do this because you did not sound good, but I'd never seen you so persistent with mm, something. Interesting. And so he just kept quiet and he's like, I never seen my boy go so hard for something. And, you know, thank God that he never said anything and discouraged me because I wouldn't be here. Right. Wow. It sounds like you got some great parents behind you and a good support system. But okay, so 17, 18, you were working on that. Did you go to college for an yeah. actual degree? No, I went, okay. I, I moved to Northern California to go to this actually Christian uh, develop, uh, like it's like a leadership school more because there's not really a degree that you get. Mm-hmm. And it's called Bethel. If anyone is familiar with the Christian culture, uh, there's like kind of cool like this it's Hillsong and, and Bethel and like it's like the biggest like Christian thing going out right now in culture like they're really awesome and they're like very cross-pollinated in the industry they hang out with a lot of like oh. celebrities and like all that stuff um and it's it's good like they're doing a lot of good things and so I went there for two years and kind of got like just practical things in life like I feel like when you're 18 years old and you want to come to LA especially like me I was just a wild boy who just wanted to go crazy if I came here at 18 I would have gone off the deep end. And so for me to go to that school was really nice to just kind of simmer down and learn leadership skills and learn um, just good life qualities. And so then after that, uh, I went on tour with this motivational speaking company that we were just talking about and uh, basically did that for a year. And then a series of events led and this uh, lady, la mama of mine, it was like, you need to move to L.A. And basically... Uh, she was like, that back room in your house is, in our house is yours. And she's like, you have a gift and I want you to be in LA so that what? it could flourish. And so I lived in Beverly Hills for like nine months for free. And that's another story. Like we have, there's so many stories within the story. Yeah. Um, within the main story. Within the main story <laughs> that gets you here. But I'm sure. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So then I came out here when I was 20, me, me and Grant, the kid that I used to be in a duo with, who's still my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, two years later, the 16th of uh, this month was two-year mark. Really? Yeah. So you just celebrated two years in L.A.? In L.A. Wow. Congrats, first of all. You, like, 
staying in LA is hard. Yeah. You know, like yeah. getting here is hard, but staying here is even harder. Um, so you kind of have like a heaven sent, like somebody who was just like, I see something in you mm-hmm. almost. And mm-hmm. she put you in like a safe space, safe haven. Now, what were some of the struggles? Cause I mean, you're young, you know, did you, did you try to find like a steady job to like make yeah. your rent? Like um, what were some of the, so I mean, girl, this is the struggle still here, uh, <laughs> two years later, but, uh, but, but the initial, I guess, quote struggle, um, and getting hit by the beast of LA. So I was on tour traveling all throughout the week and we're only really in LA on the weekends. And so I was making about a thousand dollars a week, and that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's, money. It's good money in LA, yeah, anywhere, okay. anywhere, anywhere. That's good money. Right, and right. so I didn't understand the financial struggle it is to live out here because I was just comfortable. But then all of a sudden I got laid off from that job, mm-hmm. and it went from having that comfortability to having nothing. And so my boy Brian uh, is friends with Baron Davis, who's a basketball, well, like a former basketball player, mm-hmm. and he has a company called Black Santa. And so I worked this kiosk in the mall, at the Crenshaw Mall, like the hood, uh, and uh, for like a seasonal job. And then that came about. And then right after that, I transitioned. Uh, after that was done, I was like, well, what am I about to do? And then another job came, and I was, uh, I'm still a male nanny for a family. Okay. Um, now, I heard that, that, you know, being a nanny out here is good money, like especially if you have a good family to work for. Is that been the case, or is it kind of like... No. Actually, you know what? Uh, so, ch- the family that I work for has been the best thing that's ever happened. Okay. Um, they're like a family to me. You know, yeah, yeah. one of those times I haven't been able to afford to eat. Because that's a real thing. Like, you know, I'm a very positive, uplifting guy, and I don't talk about, like, the actual feasible struggles. But, yeah, there's been so many times when I wasn't able to eat, and they were like, yo, like, you could just eat dinner at our house or the fridge, the food in the fridge while you're here is yours, you know, as long as it's not the last thing. Right. Because the kids got to eat first. Now, did you put off that energy that, like, you were struggling with that family? Like, oh, yeah, did they, they know. know? Oh, they know. Oh, yeah, they okay. know. And they, and they, okay. and yeah, they, so you said you would think working in a family in, you know, L.A. that they would have a lot of money, but, uh, I mean, I get paid just, like, yeah, just no, it's not anything <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, I feel you. That's probably like a, a facade in and of itself. That like, it is nannying out here, you know. It's you'll well, be it, fine it, doing that. Generally, it's a thing, but you know, in my case, it's been different. But I've learned so many lessons in it, honestly. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's humbled the crap out of me. Really? Yeah. When yeah. you're like, well, because you'll have this high of like, one day I'll be in like the Hollywood Hills or like having this crazy meeting or being in the studio with some like really dope artist, and then the next day scrubbing a toilet. Right. You know it's what so I mean? Real. And it's just like, oh my God, this is such a... But I just know for me personally, like, it's all part of the plan and, like, my equipping for where I'm going. Yeah, and you talk about that a lot with... Well, first of all, I kind of want to back it up. Yes. So, Devin Grant Music. Yes. How did that kind of Shout come out about? Shout out to Devin Grant. <laughs> Shout out to Devin Grant Music. I know it's no longer yeah. you know, a thing. But talk to me a little bit, like, your relationship with him and then... The, the the music that you guys created and kind of like yeah where you all were yeah yeah at. yeah I mean so that was the plan Devin Grant was like what I was about I was like Devin Grant and he you know he was two we were like two kids from Tampa Florida really Sefner Florida which is a small podunk podunk town and <laughs> like we're from like Hick, Hickville and like just cows and strawberries and. Uh, you know, one day we played uh, a cover, cover songs in front of a Molly Arena. 
And that's the big arena, uh, you know, in Tampa where the Lightning play and, like, the dream for me to play at. Yeah, um, awesome. Shout out to that day because it'll happen. Um, and sure. uh, I remember we were playing and, like, in 30 minutes we went 100 bucks. And uh, we were like, yo, this is a thing. People are like, what's your name? Like, what da 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 And yeah. we were like, we're just doing this for fun. But then it clicked and we're like, yo, we should really do this. Yeah. And so from that day forward, we were, first we were Dev N. Grant, but that was like way too hard to explain, and so we're just like, yo, we're just Devin Grant, um, and yeah, I mean, long story short, it got us out here, um, got us some crazy connections for both of us in like our careers, mm-hmm. um, and we had some pretty dope music, like to this day, there's times where like I'll listen back, I'm like, that was a cool song, yeah, um, and what's so ironic is you said like the start, and the funny thing is, is that we named our first project Foundations, really, yes, and it's so funny to me because I'm thinking now, I'm like. That was the foundation. Like, and we have said this, like, we wouldn't be here in our solo careers. Well, Grant's actually, I can't speak too much about it because it's actually like some disclosed things and big things he's doing, but he's yeah, yeah, getting, yeah. Like, he's getting put, like, there's a boy band group together being put by the industry uh-huh. that he's about to be in. That's going to okay. be like, you'll be seeing him soon. Yeah. Um, and That's he's been, exciting. it's very exciting. Wow. And he's been working on that, like really hard. And Good for him, man. Uh, yeah. Like, how did you guys fall out though? Like, yeah. where did it kind of fall Ooh. and break apart? Um, well, the, the, the realest thing I could say is that, I mean, we, we were not seeing eye to eye, honestly, creatively, and in a lot of things. And it was affecting our friendship. And then at the end of it, like, we weren't the brothers that we came out here as. We were still brothers, but seeing each other and the vulnerability, because when you do something creatively and as a duo, it's a partnership and you gotta be 50-50. You do. And if you're not in that 50-50, lines get blurred and it just started looking ugly, if I'm being honest. And mm. my best friend was no longer my best friend. It was like, yo, it's my enemy, kinda. Yeah, and, and, and you get blinded by pride and arrogance and immaturity and just so many things. But again, we needed to go through that because now like, we are beyond like yeah. the like we're closer than ever yeah and like you said it was it's kind of all in the plan like yes. things happen for yes. a reason yes. kind of thing firm believer so for sure and i can i can get that sense from you i kind of want to talk about like rebranding yourself though because after a big change like yeah. that, after a big scary you know it's scary like you're like you have to now kind of re- redefine yourself and find yourself as an artist almost right. You know, going solo scary, you know? Yeah. Look yeah. at One Direction. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I mean, look at Harry Styles. Look at Harry Styles, though. Yeah. I know. And all, I mean, I, I mean, they're all kind of doing great. Pretty much all of them, yeah. Zane, wow. I mean, whoa. Like, they all are doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. You know what's funny about that? I wasn't, it was, I was more heartbroken that me and him broke, broke up, if I'm being honest. I wasn't really scared because deep down, and he knew this, like, going in, like, we knew we would go solo at some point. Gotcha. We knew it was never going to be Devin Grant forever. You know, we were going to be 50 years old doing tours together. Like, yeah. we, we, we just knew that, like, this was what we needed for, like, five years. And the comfortability of like, having each other's back was super safe. Um, but like I said, like, I was growing it as my own artist at, like, an exponential rate. And it just, mm. I, I, I was dying creatively. And, like, now in my music, like... You know, I'm gonna show you some stuff, and you know, if people if they haven't heard Neon, go check out Neon. Yeah, and we're about uh, to talk about that. Yeah, don't worry, don't uh, worry. yes, and uh, it's it's like I wasn't scared at all. I was very excited actually, um, because I had so many things inside of me I was ready to talk about. Because in our in our duo stuff, I wasn't able to get personal. I wasn't able to like really talk about 
the real raw things that I was going through yeah. because it had to be the duo's image. There's it was another player. There's another player in the game. Player in the game and it wasn't just about me and what I wanted or what great was like we had to like create this brand around that. And so yeah. I wasn't I was really excited, honestly. I was okay. like and I hit the ground running. You did. Like how so? Cra- how so? Oh my god, I just got in the studio and I just started making music and making records and and just trying to figure out what my sound was. And I always had this idea. And like literally, want to know the craziest thing? The first song I actually recorded as a solo artist was Neon. Was it really? First song. And you, okay, do you write your own All music? Of it. Yeah. All of it. I have I have buddies that I bring in. Um, yeah. Really just one. His name is Storyboards. You, you're going to, would love oh, to cry. I'm he, he, Yeah, he's, I love he's. music so much. He, so. Yeah, he, I mean, he produced Neon too. Okay, um, cool. And like, I'm, I'm the type of artist that like, everything you hear is my vision Everything is my idea. I just have like people I trust a lot that are way better in that production field that yeah, I'm like, yo, you course. can take my idea and make it the coolest thing in the world, and I know you're going to do that times a thousand. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I, I mean, I had Neon in my head. I had that melody and those lyrics for yeah. a while. up, in, And then so I was cool. like, told my boy, I was like, yo, let's, I, like, I'm ready. Because he was like, yo, I want to help you make stuff. And yeah. I write stuff for his project. He helps me write stuff for awesome. my, stu- my stuff. But, that's yeah. awesome that y'all are still cool and you still support each other. Not Grant. That's Storyboards. Oh, Storyboards. Storyboards, but, yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But gotcha. yes, also. But still with Grant, yeah. Yes. I, we're going to talk about Neon in a second, but I, I kind of want to back it up to... Um, so you write you write your own songs. Oh yeah. And okay, so I guess what I'm trying to ask is like on the flip side of having all these cool people in your circle helping you kind of break out as a musician as an artist. Yeah. Um, have you burned bridges with? Any, is has there been anybody who you just like don't fuck with in the game? Yeah. And like, uh, screwed you over almost stuff like that. Yeah. There's yeah. Good, yeah. I mean, I have I have a, I have like a a, a handful. And not even to count my whole aunt of people that I really am like, you know what? I forgive you, but I do not mess with you. And I don't want to associate myself with you because I'm to a point where I really value me and just the art that I'm sitting on. That now it's not about like, oh, like I need to just link up with someone to make music because I don't have anybody. No, I have like a team almost of people that really are kind of behind me. And if you're not in that immediate sphere of good energy and just trying to see all of us win because it's not just about me it's about like every single it's like everybody that we're we're trying to do because we're on the same phase right now i don't really need you in my life or even want you in my life and yeah so to burn bridges uh the funny thing with green grant like we almost burned a bridge but you know what's funny let's let's if you look at analogy it's like we burnt a bridge to build a bigger one um and and yeah like that's the i mean but i haven't burned any bridges i feel like i have all love for all everybody yeah 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 i get that that's cool and, so, I, and, I, and it should stay that way, you know, yeah, hopefully, you know. Absolutely, and I think it will, you know. Uh, I can get that sense from you as just like a human being, you know, um, authentic, real. Try to be. Up front. Yes. That's, that's what really matters, and that's kind of what, in my opinion, will get you there. Come on. So, yeah. let's talk about Neon. Neon, your first single. Yes. Like, dude, first of all, I love it. I, I freaking love it. When I saw, I saw the music video, and... I just had all the feels because I was like, this is so relatable. You know, like there's, you know, you're a good songwriter when you make somebody feel what you're right, like what you feel, you know? And so, I mean, even creatively, the way it was done, the cinematography, the the elements, the videography. And and I want to say like, you're, you're a rising star too, because you know, like 
I, everything was just so real and organic and I felt what you felt and just like the the the, the things in the song like the lyrics right yeah. like $80 to my name like tell me like what was, <laughs> what were you thinking when you wrote that song where were you yeah yeah uh by the way thank you that's just like so awesome to hear that people are really feeling me you know because as an artist that's all I want I just want you to feel me and hear me and see me because what I'm saying is not a fabricated song. It's it's yeah. this is my life, um, especially in LA too. Yeah, and that's so real. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, so yeah, I mean, like I wrote the song in the beginning of the year, and I was just transitioning. Me and Grant were actually not cool at that time. There was a lot of like separation from certain people. Um, I was just going through it, and I was like, man, I, I need to make a song that's going to just nail exactly where my life is at right now, and exactly what I'm going through at, in this, in this. and something I've learned as a songwriter, an artist, creative, a human being, is just to always be present with what you're going through, and just absorb life, absorb it, don't, like, don't think of... I've just learned, man, it's so much more precious to just sit in the now. Like right now in this interview, I'm so good. I promise you five years from now, I'm going to remember this and be like, dang, this was my first interview as a solo artist. Hey. By the way, you really, this is a moment. And like, I'm so glad. And, and, you know, we're going to look back on this, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, I'm, I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do for an hour right now. I'm just right here. So all that to say, I was able to just put all my emotions in, in that song. And I'm telling you, like... Usually a lot of my sessions are don't, like, I write a verse, a pre-hook, and a chorus, and then I'll, like, come back to the second verse, let it sit, let it breathe, let me think about my ideas. This song was literally all of it, just in, like, one session. Wow. And we just, like, basically just crapped it out, and it wow. was the dopest thing ever. I redid the rap part, like, rap section. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, I went back and redid that. I had an, another rap version, and okay. I was like, I want to say more. So we added it and made it longer. Um, what does neon mean to you? What neon means to me is just like, it's 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 my it's a staple, you know. When when the whole point is that you know when my name is up in blue neon, you know, it's it's painting the picture of like one day I want to see my name in the arenas, one day I want to see my name on the billboards, one day I want to see I just want to see my name from all the hard work that I've done. And yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Can, I, can I tell you something? Yes. So you kind of remind me of I don't know if you know Bozzy. Oh my um, god! That's a, I don't know. I don't know. Like that's, that's I, a huge compliment. It's a compliment you, to you. Yes, okay, and good. and when my boy listens to this, hit the story boys, he's gonna laugh his butt off because really? I'm always like, yo, like let's let's make kind of like a bozzy vibe. Yeah, not all the time. Like I'm yeah. like definitely branching off, dude. But like, I'm just gonna say this. Neon. What's really funny is I his song Mine was the inspiration for that track. No way, yo, that is so crazy because like. Honestly, like, I got that vibe, and, like, even in interviews, like, I've seen him, the way he conducts himself in interviews, and you're giving off the same vibe, like, you guys kind of have the same, like, thought process. And, really? Yeah, and you're just kind of, like, down to earth and really in touch with your emotions, but, like, not soft, you feel me? Totally. So, yeah. I kind of get that vibe from you, and, and this track is so great because it's, like... It's real, it's honest, it's something that you can like cruise to and just vibe to like yeah. down PCH yes. or like with your girls or yes. like, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's a song for like not one specific pocket of people mm. and 
your art is amazing and you're t- very, very talented. Thank so you. I just gotta say that. Shout out to Bozzy. Um, shout out to Bozzy. Yo, he's so cool. Yeah, he's killing it. Uh, you know what's funny? He started I, on Vine. You know that? I've, no, I, I've, I've, I'm acquainted with him. Uh, I've oh, met, really? Yeah, I've met him a few times because I'm uh, cool with, with Jack J from the Jack and Jack. I was gonna say, you kind of remind me of their vibe too a little bit. Really? Jack and Jack. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're really awesome dudes. I haven't, so last time I saw Jack J was at this Republic after party and yeah. what's so frustrating is that he was like, yo, you got my number. And I was like, yes. But he was talking about his new number that he got. And so I said, nah, I got your number. And I never got it. And so oh, we haven't, I haven't kept in touch with him. But like when I first moved out here, I used to go to their house a lot for parties. Uh-huh. And so Bozzy was just emerging at this point. And he had put out a song called Sober. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's one of his older it. songs. And I remember like I, we went to a party the day he put it out. And so I was like, yo, bro, like this is a really good song. Yeah. He was like. And he was like, yeah, bro, thank you. Like, and we just, like, had that moment yeah. where I was, like, appreciating his art. Yeah. And so. Man, I can see you opening for one of those guys and just, wow. like, you're, you're on the right You're kind of, like, you're tripping me out because I literally have spoken those things. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I could open up for Bozzy, like, pretty soon. That here. is so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, everything that you know, like, people, just, like, what's that quote that I like? Like, I feel like you believe in yourself and you're whole and you know, you know yourself, right? Like, yeah. you just know who you are as a musician, as a person, as a you know, a brother, a, you know, son. Yeah. And I just connect with those types of people and mm. I can really read people that mm. way. So I really feel that. And I know you're going, that's why I had to get you on the podcast too. Cause like, I like to get those hustlers who I yeah. know they're going to blow up yeah. and I know they can come back to my show yes. and we can, you know, really talk and dissect yes. everything from the start to finish, you yes. know? So, so cool. Um, talking facade. So, what I gather from your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, you're very upfront. Like you don't really have anything to hide, and mm-hmm. I, those people are the greatest. Is like why hide? Why hide yourself? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But with social media, you kind of do have to put a facade up or yeah. put your best face forward and yeah. et cetera, because people don't want to see. Well, people think that you know they right. don't want to see the down points. So I kind of want to talk to you about the frustration you have with social media because I've seen even like I pulled something let me read it um on Facebook I'll always be transparent and speak my mind because without honesty we begin to live in false realities of what you know we who who we really are so what frustrates you about these is that me I posted that yeah you posted oh like way back when I like creeped on you (laughs) nice that's okay that's cool but like what what really frustrates you about social media what do you think about social media being an artist where you kind of have to be on social media yes I love this question um yeah I I think social media can be an amazing tool and for x y and z but I think that social media has been like this twisted thing of like, ah, oh, it's so narcissistic. And, you know, I mean, we've all got caught up in like the whole selfie thing. We've all got caught up in like the whole trying to show our best side, like our highlight reel almost. Yeah. I've heard people talk about like Instagram, like highlight reel. And yeah, I just, I, it frustrates me that like, yeah, like you said, people can't just be themselves on their Instagrams. And like, you know, I've I have totally gotten rid of like, yo, I don't post to get a follower. I you know it's funny, I know it's so good to hashtag and market yourself like that, but mm-hmm. I'm I don't hashtag not because I'm being dumb, but because honestly I genuinely just wanna post my picture and like if it gets ten likes, great. If it gets five hundred likes, great. Like I just wanna be able to post and not like be worried about the likes and the hashtags and like all that kind of stuff. Um yeah, of course. And yeah. 
do you think people really know what you're going through? Because honestly, if I'm outside, like say I don't know you, so yeah. I don't research you, right? Because yeah. sometimes yeah. people see them, but they don't really, totally. you know, really know that person. So if I didn't research you and I'm just a person looking, scrolling on your feed and see like 10,000 followers, see all of these, you know, dope photo shoots where you're in the desert next to a cool car. Right, right. Like, I guess my question, I guess, um, is how do people perceive you? online mm. usually um it's a good question um i feel like that people look at me and they're like you have good vibes always through my instagram uh i feel like i spread positivity i feel like i always have a good message in my everything um there's no negative influence in my in my stuff but i don't yeah i don't think i yeah it's however i'm feeling my day my stories is where i always that's that's like and lately like I've been kind of taking a break from just Instagram in general. Like, I haven't been trying to care. Like, I'm not trying. I don't care right now in my phase of my life to just post everything that I'm doing because I'm going to get back to that when there's a little bit more influence. Like, I know I have, like, a little hand and a little influence right now. But right now, my focus is just literally, like I said, absorbing everything so that I can make the best art right now. Yeah. Um, and Instagram is not art to me. So I'm not worried about that, to be honest. Yeah, and I can definitely get get that from your profile too or especially the fact that they put instagram stories for people because you know you do you're very transparent with your faith yes um, Yes. that is so amazing to me because not a lot of people are so out there with like here i am praising god worshiping god you know so it's just like it's me it's you and it just makes you feel like like okay i have faith in humanity because there's really people who can do both almost absolutely you know, can be real about like what they go through, and then also they're just yeah. so dope in this space that they're in and the art that they create. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just like a big fan of you. So I want to read. You said something else online that I really liked. You said it's a hard life being an artist, being a creative. It's mentally, emotionally exhausting. But the one thing that no one can take from you is your drive and determination. If you're willing to work hard and be diligent with where you are now, obedience brings blessings. And I really like that. That's but... crazy. Like, you're reading stuff that, like, because I go sometimes on these, I'm sorry to even it, but it, I go on these rants and then I'll just, I'll do that. Uh-huh. But it doesn't happen all the time. And I'm listening. I'm like, dang, I'm, like, preaching to myself. <laughs> yeah. And this is, like, probably two years ago. But it's like, wow. yeah, these are things that you said. And it's, like, it's so refreshing. And it's almost like, um just man like you're wise beyond your years almost and like you kind of get it because some with you know millennials and stuff we're just so impatient Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know the fact that you're like obedience brings blessings and you know you got to have that drive and determination i guess where do you get your inspiration from yeah that's a good question uh in life or in music because both both okay uh my dad, first and foremost, uh, man, like I got a really dope dad. Uh, he is a very wise, articulated man who has just poured his life into me. And my dad's talking a lot of the times. It's not me, you know, um, because he, I mean, from a young age, he's just always empowered me to to be me, you know. And what's funny is like you would never. In high school, I wish you knew me in Tampa because then you would just be like tripping out because I really was not this this guy right here. I was the kid who cared about being popular. I was the kid who cared about being accepted for the wrong reasons and this, that, and the third. And because I was insecure and because 
that's one thing I can't wait to have children to be like, yo, trust me, dude. You really just trust, be yourself, man. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, my dad, 100%. Um, musically, uh, so I like, I like, like, I'm a Christian, so I like preachers. Um, but a lot of the preachers that I like are not just for the church. They're just motivational dudes yeah. that, like, are business savvy and, like, they've succeeded in other areas, like, in written books. So I like, um, uh, I like T.D. Jakes. Uh, I like Stephen Furtick. Um, these are all, like, really dope dudes. A guy named John Gray. Um... I like Gary V a yeah. lot. Uh, he's yeah. super dope. I watch his podcast all the time. Um, and then, like artists that really inspire me, uh, Logic right now inspires me so much. Just the way he lives his life, mm-hmm. not really on a musical level, but just in the way like he he lives his life. His music is dope, but it just doesn't really like inspire me. Um, I listen to it because it's good. Um, Bieber obviously has always been the one guy who, you know, not 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 as mu- not as much anymore musically like at all. Um, just because. Justin makes just just pop, which is so good. Like it's they're so good, so, such good songs. But I found my artist, so I don't look for J- Justin to be like Justin in his art yeah. artistry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know I know what I do. Um, but but the way he lives his life, I love how he's now being outwardly uh, expressive with his faith. Um, I think we need more people because I feel like we live in a generation where it's super dope to glorify, you know, sex, money, murder, and all that stuff. Which shout out to you if you like that, but. I mean, I feel like nine out of ten people can agree that's not a positive message. And if people can like rep other, you know, religions, that's great. Rep your religion. Like, do what makes you happy. But just best believe, I'm gonna rep my faith because I'm allowed to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shit. You better speak. You better preach. Um, what have you really learned in these last two years since coming out to California? Where were you way back then, the kid coming out here, and where are you now? Like So much. Um, yeah, a kid, for sure, when I first moved out here. And I feel like I'm still a kid um, in areas. But, I mean, you know, this this town will make you or break you. And everything that you've ever heard, if you don't live in L.A., is true. Um, and it's a hard place to live. But if you're a strong person, that kind of iron sharpening iron type of deal will really make something amazing um, if you let it um, and you go with the punches and you get up every time you get knocked down and you get up every time you get knocked down. And so what I've learned is I've learned persistence. I've learned patience. I've learned uh, how to swallow my pride, how to be collaborative with people. And you know, just, I mean, I could go all, all, I could go on a list of the <laughs> things that I've learned in my two years here. Yeah. But there's there's been been growth for sure. Yeah, very but, cool. I, I kind of want to ask um, also, what do you do when there's an opportunity for you, right? And, and it looks like, man, this is gonna be it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it's on the other end, whether it's like yes. money not there or yes. something, what what happens? What do you feel about that? I mean, it sucks. You know, there's there's been I've had some some pretty dope opportunities that either I messed up because of my impulsivity and my excitement. I'll give you an example. So when me and Graham were in the duo, we had the opportunity to open up for Becky G, and that was like the biggest deal in the world to me. Like I was like, yo, I'm about to perform in front of a legit crowd for a legit artist this is dope this is super exciting and so i tweeted about it 
be, but mm-hmm. I didn't have, I didn't know like I had to like sign something da 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 because they said it was a go right non disclosure yeah. and those are just etiquette like there's industry etiquette that yeah. you need to learn and experience will teach you or you know a manager could teach you this that and there are all these things but I learned that this specific scenario the hard way and because I tweeted it literally for some reason her, like fans started tweeting her then they tweeted Becky and none of this was confirmed and it like effed up the opportunity oh, and like that actually led to this series of events that that manager in particular dropped me and Grant oh no yeah it was a it was a whole deal talk about life lessons though yeah like, oh my gosh and but what you do is you learn that's all yeah. you can do yeah um, and how do you, you deal with failure don't you don't get you you don't get frustrated to the point where it takes away from your art and your joy and like that positivity that you spread um, because if it does it, it just it kills where you're going or slows down where you're going because then yeah. it eats you alive so true so true man how do you deal with I guess I mean so okay so what I've learned is people who are negative vibes, negative energy, it's hard for me to kind of just drop those people out of my life, you know what I mean? Like, because they're, you know, you've, you've had a relationship with yeah. them, whether it's for a couple years, through college, whatever. So, when you realize that you're just, there's bad vibes in your life, or there's maybe that one person that, like, man, they just don't see it the way you do. Like, maybe you outgrew them, yeah. almost. Yeah, What, what do you do? Hmm. Um... I think every person is situational. Like if somebody is, if somebody's negative affecting me towards the hurting me and hurting where I'm trying to go, then I will kindly put that person to a distance. Cause I really don't believe unless somebody really tries me or somebody really like does something that was just so ill will towards me that I'm like, okay, girl you, or whoever, like you do not need to be in my life. I'll just put you at a distance. To where you can't immediately affect me and like the way you're living, but I, you know, you're still my friend. I still love you, whatever, whatever. Um, but for people that like, I feel like I've, I've outgrown because at this age, like you know, we're in our twenties. Um, we're all in different places, you know. I mean, actually, no. I feel like I'm just to a point where I'm at life and just either people start growing or you just stay. Because I know forty year olds, to be honest, that I'm like wow you, you're young or like you yeah. you're dumb honestly yeah. and it, it's just really like just learning how to like love people I guess um which is hard as hell I mean like yeah. it's you know you would think love is the easiest thing but it's like the hardest thing sure. um and uh at, at times and so it's just situational really yeah I um, feel that and it's like love them anyway yeah and being wise about who you have in your life just yeah. like really like trusting True. your gut and knowing who you really know you needs to be there and who doesn't. Very true. Okay, so I have a couple questions that goes along with breaking the facades down, right? So, what do you do personally when you have negative thoughts? I pray, you know. And I've met a lot of people lately that like are not necessarily Christian and they still pray. I think that's dope because like I feel like we're in this like really cool spot where people are like the universe, the universe, the energy, the whatever. And I'm like, yeah. okay, dope. As long as you have some positive outlook or something, like like I have my personal views on that, but it's like I just think it's cool because it's putting them in a positive headspace and it's right. like that's a good thing, you know? You can't take away that that's not a good thing for them. And so, yeah, I either, like, pray about it. I write down my thoughts. I'm, like, my 2018 goal has been, like, write every single day in a journal. Cool. Um, haven't stuck to it. 
just because life comes around. But like I've been doing it and I've done it way like I'm already surpassed how many times I wrote last year. Yeah. You know, and so for me, I'm just like, oh, that's a win, dude. Like, yeah. I, I like, I'm processing my thoughts, and I just think it's healthy before you like charge. Uh, you know, you like you you look at your phone and you get into like the the rhythm of life. Like when you wake up, you're fresh out of bed. Like write in your journal. Yeah. I would recommend that to anybody because it just like puts you in this rhythm that is, mm-hmm. it's it's like a peaceful thing. I don't yeah. know. That's so important, and I'm sure you know you benefit from that, even being an artist, yes. musician, you know, writing something that like you can then put into a song or, yes. you know, whatever. Definitely. So, very cool. Um, how do you know that this is the right path for you? Like, is there any plan B for no. you? And no? that's why I know it's the right path because there's no plan B for me. There's no other option. There's nothing in this world that drives me more than what I do. And I would be dead if I did something else. <laughs> just like, okay. oh, yeah, well, I know it. <laughs> I just knew. I knew. You just. And I, you know. Okay. I know. Well, yeah. You just like, this is what my purpose is. Um, and yeah. that's why I can go sometimes just eating once a day. That's why I can live at ends meet every freaking week. That's why I do what I do. Why I've slept on the couch. Why da 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 da. Is because this is what makes me Devin. This is what makes me come the most alive. Yeah. And what I know I'm going to do. That's so real, and I get that because I'm at this point where, you know, I feel like I found my purpose, too. So you believe in purpose, and you think that, you know, God gives us all purpose or a meaning for life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so cool. Um, what's your favorite, I mean, you kind of said Gary Vee, but, like, what is, like, a podcast or a book or even an event that you went to that's just kind of, like, really something clicked with you, and you were like, wow. Hmm. Um... I have one, but I'm not going to talk about it on this. Okay. I will tell you about it um, <laughs> okay, okay. because it really was a moment. Um, but no, I actually don't have a thing. I think life just life really. Yeah. It I, it's so close. it's so vague, but it but it's just I've been able to really allow the things in life to mold me, you know, and not break me. You know, I've broken down at times. You know, I've been an asshole at times, but like. I continue to just like keep moving forward. Yeah. You know? And that's what you gotta do. That's yeah. really what you gotta do. Yeah. Man, you really just answered like everything I had. So I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Thank um, you. Where can my listeners find you? Yes. Find your music. Yes. yes. All of that. Social yes. media. Yes. Okay. Plug away, my friend. Okay. So <laughs> if you guys are interested, you guys should definitely check out my Instagram. That is D E V A N dot garcia um and i have one song out right now it's called neon it is on all streaming platforms uh itunes spotify title soundcloud it's good youtube uh got a music video out for it as well um and i should be be dropping music very very soon um and since this is my first interview i'm going to be dropping a project um, probably late summer, early fall. Um, and again, because I'm on an interview and I just do what I want, it's, I want to tell you the title. It's called Shift. It's called Shift? Shift. No way. Okay, everybody be on the lookout. Like, this kid is insane and he's so creative and I can't wait to see what that's about and just, like, you're going places, Thank honestly. You. Honestly, truly, you're going places, and just remember me when you blow up because you're coming back to my show. I'm all about relationships. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care how big or whatever it gets. Like I just, if I meet good people, if I have good relationships, I'm all about just 
cultivating that and it's all it's not about me it's about everybody awesome. winning awesome so, the whole team need to be winning the whole team gotta eat so <laughs> thanks so much Devin. Thank i appreciate you. you thank you you've been listening to the facade project again that was my guest Devin garcia please please go check him out on instagram where you can stream all of his new music see what he's got going on at devin.garcia and go check out neon man he's got pretty amazing things coming up in the future it was such a joy to bring him on my show and follow the facade project while you're at it at break the facades to keep it locked every week when i bring on amazing amazing guests share this video let us know what you thought and rate and review on apple podcasts because it only helps the podcast get seen if you have a guest that's great for my show let us know at break the facades at gmail.com and as always thank you for listening yeah, this is all part of the plan And I know that it won't be long Till my name is up in blue neon Ain't got no time for all the drama Hey, the petty pretty prima donnas hey, And I'm fine without